Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. Hey, 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 I'm Jimmy Carboni from Beer Sessions Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Greetings and welcome to Animal Instinct here on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Celia Kutcher, also known as the Food Healer, and I'm so excited about today. It's one of my favorite topics. We're talking guinea pigs. Yay! I've got Laura Bedeen in the studio with me. We're just going to get on it, and we're going to talk all about these guys. Like I said, they're my favorite, so I'm going to be insane and really excited about this, so bear with me. Laura, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Trust me, you will not be as crazy as I will be. Yay! That is my favorite topic of all times. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for coming. I'm going to giggle through this whole interview. I can see this already. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And believe me... When I tell you, guinea pigs will thank you after this. <laughs> hey, people learn, you know, they live and learn, so. Exactly, and if we can help teach some people a little bit about guinea pigs, I think that we've done our job today. So. You better believe it. So, let's start off with the basic, basic, basic. Where do guinea pigs come from? Like, where are these guys, where were they from originally? Well, South America, technically, okay. and it is the, what you call the present day, uh, you know, border of southern Colombia, Peru, Bolivia, all of that area, they had, uh, they raised them, they domesticated them, and truthfully, they used them for food. It, oh, no. Well, well, it's what it is, right? <laughs> there's, there's really nothing we can do about it. You know, like True. nowadays they're pets, but back then they were, you know, cattle. Mm-hmm. You know, part of their household. Exactly. There exactly. is, it is a sad truth, and obviously not something that I like to talk about, but it's what, it's what it you is, cannot so. change it, and it is Fair enough. Truth. So, how long does the average guinea pig live? Well, um, in my opinion, yeah. or in generally? Well, I mean, let's do generally, and then if you take good care of them, how long they can live. Okay, let's do it like, uh, <laughs> like that. You will have the average age of four and five okay. considered a good age. Okay. Uh, for me, if a guinea pig dies at you know four years old, mm-hmm. I will be extremely sad. I, I will feel that I did something wrong. Okay. I mean, most of my pigs live to be seven or eight. Wow. And I have a guinea pig that is already nine years old. Wow. So, yes. Well, it goes in with care. It goes mm-hmm. in with, uh, you know, like a lot of medical attention when they yeah. need it. And it all just like people. They get sick. They need help. And yep. you just can't ignore it. Well, I mean, I think that's a good point about vet care because I think a lot of the smaller animals just don't get the vet care that they should get. So let's say someone has a guinea pig. How often should they be taking them to get checkups and everything? Uh if it is an experienced owner, I think once a year to take in uh, your pet to be checked is perfectly adequate. Um, if you are newer to the guinea pig world, I think you really need a you know like a semi annual checkup okay. because you'd be surprised how many things can you know pop up. You will not feel, let's say, a lymph node being enlarged because yeah. you don't know where to look for it. Yeah. Whereas the vet will just touch it and you know, like say, oh well, you know, be careful with this or that because there is inflammation in the body somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you know, after a while, you know, once you have them for a while, you know what to look for. Yeah. And if you have teachers to teach you, even better. Even better. <laughs> but yeah. And then, I mean, the standard guinea pig diet, when people go into a pet store and they hand them, you know, some hay and they hand them a box of food and go, this is what they eat. But, like, what do guinea pigs really eat? 
90-95% of their diet should be honestly uh, grass. Okay. Dried grass because it's easier attainable yeah. and you know like fresh grass tends to bloat them if they're not used to it. Really? You know, if they're not used to it in their diet, it has to be introduced really slowly. Okay. They do really well once it is in their diet, mm-hmm. but you have, you have to consider that a lot of the, um, the fresh grass is treated, yeah. you know, peed on by canine, yeah, exactly. you know, felines or canines. So, you know, you don't really want to feed them something like that. If you have a garden where you have grass that has nothing on it yeah. and it's perfectly safe, absolutely feed it to your guinea pig. They're going to love it start slowly and increase you know slowly and gradually and they'll love it and they'll benefit from it because Mm -hmm. it's full of nutrients and so like let's say you do have a guinea pig and you've got a garden and so you can let them graze basically if when the winter comes and you lose the grass is that a problem like will they need to stay on green grass then or is the hay okay well you also have to feed hay at the same time because you don't want to you know all of a sudden change his or you know the guinea pig's entire diet yeah so while you feed grass on a regular basis keep the hay in their diet okay you know i offer hay 24 hours a day year round Mm -hmm. and i usually offer two types of uh, of hay you know the most common one is timothy hay yeah but you also have um bluegrass which Mm -hmm. is a hybrid of orchard grass okay they're all grass hays and they are extremely beneficial beneficial for your uh, cave guinea pig's teeth. So, but things like alfalfa I know for horses, is, it's very, very rich. So do you have to be worried about that with guinea pigs? You shouldn't feed it to a guinea pig that's older than, let's say, six or seven months. Oh, wow. Because it is way too rich for their uh, diet. I had no idea. And I mean, guinea pigs get bladder stones and... Uh, you know, you'll start seeing this white pea you, mm-hmm. you, if you're lucky. Yeah, seriously. Because some of them, you know, are healthy enough to actually expel it, mm-hmm. and they have the genetic disposition to expel the extra mm-hmm. calcium, and some of them don't. Wow. And don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> because I've had the same guinea pig go for bladder stone removal three times. Oh, God. And when he did pass away, he didn't pass away from that. Oh, God, really? Yes. But... You know, and that was not because he wasn't taken care of. It was just genetically, you know, malfunctioning. Totally, time is up. But definitely, if you feed alfalfa, do not feed it over, you know, the age of six months. I had no clue. Well, babies, you know, and pregnant cavies also benefit from it. You You know, pregnant females lose a lot of their calcium when they give birth. Yeah. So definitely, you know, feed extra alfalfa. But after that, you know, once they get back to normal, do not. It's not something that should be in a regular diet. Wow. I mean, that information alone is really good to know because, I mean, this is stuff that at pet stores, you know, if you're relying on a pet store employee in many, many cases, they're not going to know what's, you know, they're just being like, oh, well, there's guinea pig food over there, so let me just sell them this, you know? So this kind of information is really, really crucial, I think. And so then you've got the hay. Mm-hmm. So are you, what else are you supplementing with? Anything? I give them pellets. Mm-hmm. I do not give them a lot of pellets, but you know, like in that is because I feed them vegetables and uh, you know snacks during the day. Mm-hmm. So they get vegetables twice a day, nice. morning and night, and then they get two snacks a day. Then do you give them fruit or just veggies? That would be the snack. Okay. <laughs> it's like an apple slice, or you know, like in when watermelon is in season, they get a big chunk of watermelon. Oh, nice. And it keeps them hydrated, makes them pee a lot. But yeah, it does. <laughs> but, you know, it does so for humans as well. So it's understandable. It's so good. It's worth it. It truly does. So, like, how social is the average guinea pig? I mean, I've always had them, but I've had them always, but only singles. 
Well, there are the, let's say, rare cases when a guinea pig will require to be a loner because okay. they prefer the company of humans to that of guinea pigs. However, most guinea pigs do best if they are in pairs, mm -hmm. if they're males or trios. Most of my males are in, you know, trios. Okay. And then if you have several females, they do great with one neuter male. That's funny. And I mean, they love each other's company. They run around. Uh, I call it, you know, guinea pig TV because <laughs> they get into this very weird popcorning fits where they run around and they popcorn oh and their God, back legs that. go like all <laughs> over the place and they look they're going to break into pieces. But they're actually intact. But, you know, they just <laughs> popcorn. Exactly like popcorn. They're so popcorn. cute when they do that. Oh they truly God. are. And they're just happy when they're doing that and just having a good time. And you also get the morning exercise when they are just waking up mm. for the day. And those are zoomies because they go the round of the cage and they chase <laughs> each other. And that is a different form of exercise. So funny. They, tr they truly have their own little quirks. Mm -hmm. And they're cool. They're and really cool. Like, how big a cage do you get? What do you advise for people if they're, you know, getting a guinea pig cage? Well, if you're not going to offer your guinea pig any floor time at mm -hmm. all, then aim as big as you can get. Okay. Because, put it this way, as a human, you wouldn't like to spend your, you know, day, your entire existence in a closet. Yeah, totally. So you want space where they can actually run around. Mm -hmm. So what I use for a, let's say, a pair is... It would be probably three feet by six feet. Nice. It's homemade. I mean, I make them myself. Yeah. And uh, they are, there's plenty of room for, you know, cozies yeah. and spaces to hide. And they have their little drapes with, um, you know, curtains and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like to hide when, you know, when they don't feel social. So they like to be, you know, to have their own space. And then they like to interact and mm -hmm. socialize. So, like, what should be in a guinea pig's cage? Um... I have always the number of guinea pigs, pigs plus one mm -hmm. water bottles. So if oh. there are three guinea pigs, there's going to be four water bottles. Okay. Just in case, you know, one of them feels like chasing the other one away or something. Yeah. They can always go to a different side and choose to drink there. Yeah. There is a pellet bowl, but they only get pellets once a day. Okay. And it's limited. It's one tablespoon per guinea pig. Mm -hmm. So that goes fast, but yeah. the bowl stays in there. And then there is the number of guinea pigs. Plus one, Heidi Hut. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always an extra one that they can use. Mm -hmm. However, those have to be cleaned pretty much twice a day. Wow. Because they do tend to poop and pee where they sleep. Okay. So you don't want them to sleep on top of their own, Yeah, yeah. you know, waste. So you do have to kind of like be on top of that. That's unusual. It's a, usually, you know, it's like, well, I pee way over there and I sleep way over here, but... Well, guinea pigs, um, once they get to a certain level of, uh, let's say, comfort, mm -hmm. they are uh, lazy bums. <laughs> and it's the truth. They get very comfortable and they will just, um, you know. That's funny. Lay there. That's funny. <laughs> it is what it is, but you have to clean it. Wow. So, okay, let's say you've got somebody who comes and they want to get a couple guinea pigs because they want their pigs to, you know, be social and be friends and this sort of thing. Do you recommend having them spayed or neutered? I honestly prefer them spayed and, and neutered mm -hmm. because it tends to save a lot of um, health issues later on. Mm. They are, you know, meant for reproduction. Mm -hmm. So later in life, they get reproductive issues. Okay. Girl, you know, females get ovarian issues. Yeah. 
boys get testicular, you know, like in mem uh, memory cancers. And wow. They do. So after being through a whole bunch of surgeries yeah. for that, I actually tend to believe that it makes their life way easier. Mm -hmm. And it keeps them healthier. And all the pigs that have had, you know, spayed or neutered have done great and lived That's to great. be very long lives. Wow. The nine-year-old would be Real? I mean, I'm <laughs> a case amazed. in point. But you do need a very experienced vet. And I would not trust it to anybody. Yeah. But definitely, it's something that I think should be done. I mean, is this something that you'd be like, oh, the Humane Society trucks in town? Or it's like, no way? No. Okay. That, that is, I mean, that is not how I would do it. Okay. You know, like in... Um, Humane Society does spay and neutering for guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. They do it on a smaller scale. Okay. Just because, you know, they have have an entire institution yeah. that does a lot of other things. And they have, I think, only one vet that specializes in exotics wow. right now. So, you know, it's not really something that they... Yeah. They do tend to do a lot of uh, rabbit spay and neuter. Mm. So, you know, I know that a lot of people choose the Humane Society for rabbits. Yeah. For guinea pigs, the place to go is yeah, please. the Center for Avian and Exotic Medicine. Which we love. Uh, I adore. Yeah. I mean, I, all my pigs that required surgery have went through there. There's not one time that I haven't been beyond ecstatic with the results. Nice. And I mean, I've learned a lot. Yeah. Here's a shout out to Laura Light Tibet and uh, Dr. Wilson Yay. for teaching me a lot. That's awesome. And I mean, and showing me where to go for information as well. Mm -hmm. They truly try to teach you That's and great. show you how to, you know, care for your pig. That's wonderful. And I mean, you know, an ounce of, pre of prevention is like the way to go, you know, it really, really is. And I love them. Lorelai's been on the show a bunch of times. So if you're a fan of Lorelai's, check out the past episodes because I think she's been on three shows now, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean... The thing, I think one of the big problems, too, that people have is they assume that if they're going to get a small animal fixed, that, well, it's little, so how expensive could it be? It's not cheap. Okay. And you also have to think that it's technically microsurgery. Yeah, right? it really is. So, you know, like, it, it is a tiny animal, but it is a little bit more involved than, you yeah. know, neutering a, a dog. Yeah. Honestly, like, in there is a lot more anatomy in there mm -hmm. and you have to look at, at it honestly under a microscope I was going to say do male guinea pigs have exposed testicles I don't think they I've ever do, seen them and there is an inguinal uh, ring so you know it's a lot of you know action yeah, around yeah, yeah. there so it's not easy and I would definitely not have any vet like a regular you know cat and dog mm -hmm. vet I would mm -hmm. not have it done with Okay. and I'm pretty sure most of them are responsible enough not to volunteer to do it Yeah. because they by now you know, they kind of are aware that you do require the exotic experience totally. to do it. And I mean, everything is so tiny. It would mm -hmm. be like, I mean, a dog spay and neuter is pretty easy, but then you're on this like teeny tiny little tiny, forget it. I'd be like, no way. <laughs> like, no, and you know, they, especially males, they tend to recover very quickly. Oh, cool. Uh, for girls, it's a little bit more involved because mm -hmm. the, you know, the abdominal wall is opened. Oof. So yes, it, it's, it's a what bit, it is. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I think that in the long run, it yeah. saves other surgeries along the way that's huge so for me i see it as a good thing not as a bad thing you know like totally. in, if you're prepared for you know post-op care mm -hmm. i think with a competent vet you should be good to go i think that's you also great. need a young animal you know i that's wouldn't totally. do it on an older guinea yeah, pig yeah how old would you go for a spay like? about a year old okay and if there are any health issues like in some of them start developing ovarian cancer by mm -hmm. the, you know two two and a half I would still do it. Okay. I've had Dr. Wilson do, you know, surgeries on 
kidney pigs as old as five. Wow. Because it was necessary. Yeah. You know, the moment they start getting tumors or memory, mm -hmm. you know, you have to do something. Yeah, so you, do. You, you You can choose to watch, you know, as it grows, <laughs> dear Lord. But, you know, like I would never do that. Yeah. So, you know, the alternative is to take care of it. And there's been only positive results. Amazing. Truly. Oh, that's so great. Well, we need to take a quick break. I am talking to Laura Boudin all about guinea pigs. And we'll be back in about a minute and a half, two minutes. You are listening to Intrigue by Obey City. This is Animal Instinct on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Since 2001, Heritage Foods USA has sold pasture-raised, antibiotic-free heritage meats to restaurants and homes around the country. Our farmers raise their animals with care using traditional methods guaranteed to produce the very best-tasting meat. Our pork breeds include Berkshire, Red Wattle, Duroc, Gloucester Old Spot, Large Black, and Tamworth, and our beef comes from Piedmontese, Angus Akiyushi, Belgian Blue, Highland, Simmental, and Belted Galloway cattle. We also carry a rotation of 24 rare breeds of heritage chicken, seasonal specialties like lamb, goat, geese, and of course, heritage turkeys. Visit us online at www.heritagefoodsusa.com or give us a call at 718-389-0985 to place your order today. This is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, and you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. And we are back. We're talking all about guinea pigs with Laura Bedeen, expert of guinea pigs. This is awesome. I'm having the best time. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Laura, let's talk about like, all right, I want to get a guinea pig. How much work is involved in this? The Lord, a lot. Okay. <laughs> there is a lot of cleaning. And I mean, um, have no illusions about it. Guinea pigs will eat and poop. Okay. They are lovely creatures. And I mean, they talk a lot. They make a lot of noises. They have noises for pretty much any emotion you can think of. Mm. And they have a noise for it. And you will learn to understand it. Mm -hmm. But they are pooping machines. Yeah. So there is a lot of cleaning involved. Okay. And I mean, you do not keep up with it. You don't want a guinea pig. That's true. You need to be kind of like a clean freak okay. when it comes to... <laughs> It's true. I mean, you know, they have hay available 24 hours. Yeah. So they tend to, the hours that they don't sleep, mm -hmm. they tend to chew on hay. Okay. And you can imagine what that produces. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah. lot of fiber. Yeah, really it is. So, but you know, the best thing about it is it's technically like rabbit poop. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't smell. Yeah. If you don't let it collect. Yeah. It's like it's not there. Yeah. So you do have to kind of like sweep it every day and you're good to go. Now, what's the thing with, I've heard that, like, you shouldn't take out all their stool because they get their vitamin C from, the, from their pellets or something like this, that they actually eat their stool for Oh, nutrients. those are called uh, cecotropes. Okay. But um, they actually 
take all your, the guinea pig poop that's around, sweep it off, mm-hmm. because they will actually eat it straight from their uh, anus. Oh, perfect. They okay. have no, they will not eat it off the floor. Oh. It's a certain, it's a certain poop okay. that they recycle their vitamin B from. It's amazing. And, fi- you know, necessary bacteria for their, you know, intestinal health. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they'll just eat it straight off their own that's so wild. So you don't have to worry about Even it. Even better, yay. You can just clean the cage and not worry about leaving anything behind. Cool. <laughs> Thank God. That's I know, way right? easier. I know, totally. Wow. All right. So one of the things I want to talk about, last question I want to talk to you before we start talking about rescue is like, what age should you get a guinea pig? How old should a guinea pig be before it can be adopted in your book? The guinea pig can be adopted as young as three weeks old. Okay. I mean, as long as they have a friend to go with. Okay. I would never take a small guinea pig and just hand it to somebody and yeah. say, well, good luck with the pig. You know, like, in, they tend to, it's sort of like a monkey see, monkey do. Okay. They learn how to eat hay and vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just see other guinea pigs eat it and yeah. they'll eat it right away. Like, and they'll just attach so to, the, to the behavior. So, and then they'll just, you know, know how to. Well, actually, okay. How smart is your average guinea pig? I've had very smart guinea pigs, mm-hmm. and I've had um, not so smart guinea okay. pigs. <laughs> you know, I had of, one that wasn't smart at all, but she was really cute. No, I mean, you know, I've had guinea pigs. I've had uh, my favorite, one of my favorite guinea pigs. He would be exactly like a tiny dog. Wow. He would run around the house. He never did his business around. Wow. You know, I would put Merlin on the floor. Mm-hmm. He would follow me to the kitchen, you know, see what I do. He would walk around talking to himself. It oh was the gosh. cutest thing, like in this... Chutney, you know, like in t- <laughs> walking around, he would be like, "In what the hell?" He would go all over. He had his own spot where he would, you know, do his business. Perfect. But he never peed or pooped around the wow. house. Wow! Yeah, that was a really smart guinea pig. Seriously, I would call him, and he would come You're running. Kidding? Nope. No, mine was nowhere near any. <laughs> As I said, I've had smart <laughs> guinea pigs, and I've had not so smart guinea pigs. But you know, they they don't have to be rocket science you know yeah, the, the exactly. guinea pigs you know so you love them for who they are they're tiny they're exactly. cuddly they're they make noises and they make really they interact with you they communicate i love them for that not for how smart they are fair enough i uh, me too but merlin was the exception to the rule <laughs> that's what i call him it's, that's amazing i mean he I came potty trained i mean i didn't train him wow. he would poop in two separate corners of the cage it was spotless. That's incredible. That all went to hell when I introduced him <laughs> to his friend. You know, once his friend started doing his business everywhere, Merlin was like, what the hell? I want to go everywhere yeah, as really. well. It's like... So, you know, it kind of <laughs> got lost. But on the floor, he kept, you know, his same routine. He never did anything else. But guinea pigs do require floor time. Mm. That's one thing that I want to emphasize. And like how much? Well, it depends on how much time you have on your hands. Fair enough. I come home and I don't really have that much time for them because I have cages to clean. Mm-hmm. So I have a setup in the other, in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's on the floor. It, you know, the floor is covered and it's enclosed. Yeah. And I just let them go for hours. Okay. That's because I really have the time when I choose to do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have the time, you know, just give them whatever you can. Yeah. Even 10 minutes of running on the floor is better than nothing. Totally. So, you know, I do something else. I choose to multitask exactly <laughs> you, you kind of get into a routine you, you understand mm-hmm. you know like you wake up in the morning i know i have to do this 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 yeah. but that's because i kind of got to it into it so you know as an average 
pig owner, you just do your best. Exactly. And I mean, it's an important thing, too, because caged animals do need exercise. Just because they come yeah. in a cage doesn't mean that that's their house and that's where they always are. And, you know, it's well, like we don't live inside a house. Technically, we go out and we walk around and we do other stuff. So totally. I don't see why they would have to be in the same enclosure day after day and just die in there. And most of the pet cages are like the size of a small studio apartment in New York City for a human. You know? yeah, no, like, I don't oh. I don't go for pet store cages. Uh-uh. I am so sorry. <laughs> they are so tiny. It's like they, they cannot even run in there. I mean, a guinea pig cannot run no. inside a cage like that. No. All they can do is like technically eat, sleep, and poop. Yeah. That, that's it. And I wouldn't want to live my life like that. No, that would be terrible. But I want to talk about rescue because you've been doing guinea pig rescue for quite a while right now. And I think it's a topic that I don't think people realize that people have abandoned guinea pigs. Yes, they do, unfortunately. I've had guinea pigs come from a fire in Astoria. Mm. Then I've had, uh, well, there's the, you know, odd guinea pig left in the park that people. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. For whatever reason, people that no longer want them believe that if they leave them out and there's a patch of grass, they'll be fine. Oh, my God. But, you know, a guinea pig is a prey. Yeah. So all they do is hide because they're terrified of the noises and think that they don't know. Yeah, seriously. And they will not know how to go look for food. No, and definitely they will die, you know, of fright. Yeah, they're not going to find like a guinea pig family living in Prospect oh, Park. And, you know. Well, there was. A, a oh, couple. really? <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, last year there was um, Gotham, I think, uh, published this article that they thought it was cute. Uh-huh about two guinea pigs living in the park. No way. Yes, and they posted the picture. And, you know, all these people that took the picture of the guinea pig but did not bother to look for, you know, to try and get the guinea pigs because they were dying. One of them was obviously sick, you know. He had sunken in eyes, you know. Those are signs of illness. The other one looked fine. And then I have no idea what happened. I wrote an email to the people. Oh, it's so sad. (laughs) Yes, it is. I mean, Plenty of sad stories. Yeah, there are. I, I cannot tell you. But, hey, it happens. What am I going to... Is it... I mean, are you getting mostly guinea pigs with people that, like, got one for their kid, and they're like, we don't want to do this anymore? Or, like... Well, if the guinea pigs that I get turned in are young, mm-hmm. I usually ship them off to Jersey to the rescue because they are very adoptable. Cool. You know, so there's no reason for me to keep a young guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. I tend to hold on to the ones that nobody will obviously adopt. Mm-hmm. So those are the... Handicapped ones, special needs ones. <laughs> yes. So those are the ones that are in my house. But so, I'm, like, what do you have in your house now? Like, in terms of, like, special needs guinea pigs? Uh, one that um, has arthritis in his back legs. Oh, wow. So he's on glucosamine. He can barely move his back legs. Wow. So he requires pretty much every day, you know, like in bathing of his lower mm-hmm. end because, yeah. you know, he cannot move that much. Yeah. I have one that requires hand fitting because she has a weak jaw, mm. and it that my friend Amelia got me. Ah, <laughs> you know, so she, you know, she doesn't really she can do without, but yeah. she is so malnourished that she really never grew out of her pup size. Oh, you're kidding. Yes, she's a mini-sized, like in, she looks like a perpetual pup, you know, pup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tend to hand-feed her extra Mm -hmm. just because I'm afraid she's probably going to, you know, die at a young age regardless. But hey, until then, she's going to have a good life. Totally. And I have a blind one, one that's missing an eye. How's the blind one? Do they adjust really easily? They do really well. It's great. And I mean, but she lives with her friends. I mean, she's always lived with her sister. Mm-hmm. And they always, she finds her way pretty well. The other guinea pigs tend to respect her. So they oh, kind nice. of get out of her way. They nice. never trample her or anything. So they have their own, you know, social so system. Nice. They do. Wow. They have a, a nice 
Wow. And so, you know, what do you... Okay, somebody wants a guinea pig. Like, where did, where should they get one? Where is a smart place to go? Look to adopt. I mean, there are so many guinea pigs looking for homes. It's truly ridiculous. There are two great rescues, three great rescues, I'm sorry, in Jersey. Yeah. I am working for two of them, <laughs> which is why I said two. I'm so sorry. There is Helping All Little Things, mm-hmm. uh, Have a Heart, mm-hmm. Guinea Pig Rescue, and there is also North Jersey Hamster and Guinea Pig Rescue, which I have adopted from, but, you know, I don't know as well as I know the other two rescues. I'm just kind of amazed that, like, there's enough hamsters and guinea pigs that are being abandoned, that there's, that there's a need for this, you know? Yes, unfortunately. It's crazy. Well, you know, people kind of tend to do sad things. That's true. But, okay, let's say you've got someone who's, you know, they don't know anything. They get a fertile guinea pig couple. Mm -hmm. How many babies and how quick? Uh, Well, the average gestation period is 68 to 72 days. They don't reproduce as fast as rats. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, it's a long time for It a, is, and the pups come out looking exactly like miniature guinea pigs. Really? I mean, except for the fact that the head is like half the body. Oh. <laughs> you know, they look like oversized heads. <laughs> but then they grow into their heads. You know, they look like the tiniest, cutest little things that you can imagine. And honest to God, they walk around and they are just mobile and everything. And wow. They, they truly start eating, you know, like... Wow. You, hmm? They are, just because they have such a long gestation period, they come out ready for life. Nice. So, and the average litter is two to four. Okay. You can have, you know, larger litters, you can have smaller ones, but the average is about two to four. So you could wind up with, theoretically, in a year, like 15, 20 guinea pigs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Last last year or 2013, I don't Mm -hmm. remember exactly, we took in uh, 20... 22 guinea pigs from a lady in Brooklyn. Oh my God. The 22 guinea pigs turned into about 70 oh, <laughs> because they, most of the girls were pregnant. So oh, God. She kept them, you know, not separated by, mm-hmm. by gender. So most of the girls that we took in ended up giving birth. Wow. And yes, that was a lot of guinea pigs to, wow. to find homes for. Wow. Hence, spay and neuter your pig big time. <laughs> yes, definitely. Unbelievable. So what do you think is the most misconceived idea that people have about guinea pigs like what's the thing you hear that makes you roll your eyes well they expect them to kind of react like a dog Mm. so they think that they will have the same love for their owner as a dog Mm. and it's truly not that it's a different kind of animal you know like it's a prey they they are prey so they tend to hide a lot until they know you. Mm-hmm. You can have guinea pigs that will hide from you their entire lives. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're not going to be friendly with you. You know, once you catch them, they're very okay with you, yeah. but, but you need to catch them. So mm-hmm. some of them will just climb into your hand and, you know, be ready to be picked up and cuddled. And others you have to chase. Mm. So people expect them to kind of, you know, just come to them and be friendly and it's just not in the nature of a guinea pig okay and i mean they can be very cuddly but not that way yeah they will not come to you on the couch and say oh exactly exactly it's not gonna happen exactly so it's a it's a different kind i mean it's a different pet relationship but that's what's so great about it because there's people that you know hate having their cat lie all over them or hate having their dog lie all over them you know so it's a nice little another option to have as a pet and so what else, I mean, we're running out of time here, but what else do you want to let our re- listeners know about guinea pigs? Is there anything that you're dying to tell us? I am advising you, whenever you want to get a guinea pig, please go research. Do not get a pet without, you know, proper research. 
the, the best place to go for research is guinealinks.info. Cool. You'll find it online, and it is just chock full of information. Beautiful. Please take your guinea pig to the vet. You will find out that it's truly important. And I mean, you'll learn so much about it. And thank you so much for spreading the good word about guinea pigs. Uh, this has been so much fun, I can't even tell you. I mean, I just geek out when I'm around no, guinea pigs. No, I mean, pigs. I know it's people, like... you know, just start laughing when I get so excited about guinea pigs. But come on, they're so cuddly. And it's like TV, honestly. Totally. I don't have TV, just so you know, okay? <laughs> I don't need, I mean, I don't watch TV anyways, but I do not need to watch it. It's, it's so fun, so much fun. They're just the best, and there's something about them that is really, like, it's funny, because even in, like, pop culture and stuff, when they're being used in movies and things, it's always like, it's the guinea pig, you know? It's for some reason. Oh, G-Force was so cool. Oh, my God, G-Force was the best, and it's like me and a bunch of six-year-olds, you know? (laughs) Please don't tell me, okay? It was like this giant-ass person, you know, sitting in there and watching a guinea pig talk. It was the cutest thing, and I saw it on 3D, too. So Oh, nice. I didn't get that. Yes, it was very cool. Oh, my God, Laura, I've had so much fun with you. Thank you so much for coming into the station. This has been great. Yay. I'm so psyched. I'm going to be thinking about guinea pigs all day. Adopt. Totally. Please adopt. And check out those links. You know, if you do want information, what is it? Guinea info? Guinealinks.info. Guinealinks.info. Okay, check that one out. I'm Celia Kutcher. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, You can find Animal Instinct on Facebook. You can find me as a food healer on Twitter and also on Facebook. So if you want more information, like those pages and follow me and we can do good stuff next week we're talking alpacas i'm excited i know nothing about them i hope you have a great week take care thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org you can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the itunes store by searching heritage radio network You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.